We've got some stuff, as always. Um, we've got some Chinese Trojan apps. Big shock. Um, we've got Microsoft bowing to the EU. We've got a couple of stories on NVIDIA. We've got some other AI stuff. And we've got Tesla in trouble with the uh, NHTSA over Elon mode. <laughs> That freaking cracks me up. What the fuck is Elon moved? Basically, with the self-driving, there is a, a secret mode that would turn off the nag that reminds you to keep your hands on the wheel. <clears throat> hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, nice. needless to say, the NHSTA was not too happy with that. Very nice. Okay, go on. All right, so let's, uh, well, you know, subscribe, all that sort of good stuff. You guys know the drill. You've been watching these enough. Anyway, so Chinese hackers uploaded Trojanized Signal and Telegram apps to the Play Store and Sam and the Samsung Galaxy Store. Um, so... The Signal Plus Messenger, which wound up getting taken down as soon as ESET let Google know, hey, this is not good. <laughs> um, now, how did this happen? Well, these are open source apps to begin with. So some enterprising Chinese hackers decided, oh, let's tweak these. So Signal Plus Messenger became a thing for a brief time. Um, and basically the point of these particular Trojan apps, and they were originally used to target the Uyghurs in China, um, but it's a thing, apparently, even here in the West. And more or less, like any other Trojan, it will take your information and send it where you don't want it to go. Um... Google very quickly took down the, the fake signal, but not, not flygram as far as I can tell. Pause for just a second. Let yep. me clarify. Trojan is an app that masquerades as one app, but is actually a virus. Mm -hmm. In this case, this sounds like this was Trojan spyware. Yep. So it wasn't just Trojan, it's Trojan spyware. And let's let's just take a second to laugh at the naming convention of Signal Plus. You're going to get Signal Plus spyware. Aha! They don't they don't mention the spyware part. I imagine. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I imagine they wouldn't apps. want to. Yeah, no. But all of these Plus apps, that's the way I always think about them. That's why I never got them. Um, but it's always like you know Telegram Plus, Signal Plus. Facebook Plus, Messenger Plus, and all it is is nine times out of ten, it's just somebody has made a wrapper for something, and uh, as you see now, also other times it's we've made a wrapper for this and we've added some stuff you don't want, but we're not going to list that in the title. Oh so, no! Why would they? They're I, not that dumb. <laughs> right? No, but it's like <laughs> I don't know. 
I, uh, I guess I just have a disdain for, um, <laughs> all of these plus apps. It's, that's, that's not my jam. I buy honey. Nah. I'm gonna kiss it on the lips. You've so, seen the, uh, John Busey. So, yeah. Mean, and, and that, then that was, that fell on deaf ears. Go on. As I said, um, it, the Signal Plus one was initially uploaded to Google Play early last month, um, or actually early two months ago, just after the 4th of July. Um, and more than 100 people grabbed it. But thankfully, after ESET let Google know, hey, this is a problem. <laughs> and if you guys didn't know, ESET is one of the major antivirus provider companies. Um, and they at least used to make Nod32. That dates me. <laughs> um, used to install it when I worked um, at when I worked in the IT department of my university over 15 years ago. <laughs> Nobody cares. But, but, I, but oh, thank thanks. you for sharing that un unrequested flashback down memory lane that no one wanted to hear. Continuing on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Google Play hopped on that one pretty quick. But as of writing um, that and Flygram, which is the Telegram spoof, um, yeah, still available in the, in the Galaxy Store. Whoopsie, Samsung. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I think that's the uh, this is like the 400th plus time that I found out that somebody uploaded malware to either Google Play or the Samsung store. And uh, it's always, always some sort of plus app. Uh, I've heard it been Browser Plus. I've heard it been, you name it. It's always a plus, plus app. Mm-hmm. You'd think after this many incidences that Google and uh, Samsung would update their app you know, inclusion process to include maybe a minor virus scan. But one would think clearly they're not they're not interested in that. And I mean, I thought that was part of the Play Store, like why we bother with the Play Store. Yeah, you know, I don't know what to tell you. Hmm. Um, if it's not part of the upload process, it should be. And whatever their provider is, well, clearly it's not very good. Really? So, yeah, maybe uh, maybe we look into that, Google and Samsung. Just a, just a, just a thought. Just a thought, yeah. Um, so the malicious code that's been embedded in the apps is called Bad Bazaar. Um Looks like it's probably from the Chinese hacking group known as Gref, who, yeah, targeted the, <laughs> targeted the Uyghurs and other Turkic ethnic minorities outside China. Hmm. Why would they bother targeting similar people groups outside China? Eh, whatever. Racism is a hell of a drug. I suppose. <laughs> you know, you gotta get your gotta get your fix. <laughs> oh, what will I do if I don't oppress people based upon things they can't change? 
Oh, I'm going to have oh. to go outside of my mainland and start targeting people who aren't even in my food circle. It's great. <laughs> so, I, I yes. It. so, yeah. How do you protect yourself against these things? Make sure that the app that you're downloading is actually the app you want. Number one. Number two, with both Signal and Telegram, you can download it directly from their sites. That's a good way to make sure it's clean. Um, and not have a bunch of censorship baked in, at least in the case of Telegram. Um, I know several year, a few years back, there were issues with the Play and uh, Apple Store versions of Telegram where like comment sections wouldn't be visible in those apps. But if you got it directly from telegram.org, and it's not all that hard to sideload on Android. On Apple, that's a different story, though. Um, anyway, at least, for, at least for your Android users, you know, like 75% of the world. Um, <laughs> Weird flex, but okay. Go um, on. You know, anyway. So, at least for Android users, it's fairly easy to sideload. In other words, grab the app package from the original publisher, not from the Play Store. Um, and they always do hashing and all that sort of stuff to make sure that it's actually what it appears to be, and you didn't wind up getting fished somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, or... Or, better suggestion, if you are on Android, okay, you want to go to F-Droid, mm-hmm. which, if you don't know what that is, just go go search F-Droid. You'll find it. It's a, it's a free app store that runs Boss apps. And go mm-hmm. look for Telegram Boss, and uh, that one is all the good, the good stuff of Telegram. Fans, <clears throat> all the uh, proprietary crap they added in of, of recent and bonus action all of the ads pestering you to get telegram pro or whatever they're calling it not in the FOSS code so not in telegram FOSS mm-hmm. hey it's a, uh, it's free a cool, tidbit cool workaround for all of that and moving on Microsoft bows to EU. Hmm. So yeah, I don't, again, this comes back to uh, what does the EU have that the U.S. government doesn't? Well, the EU isn't as in bed with them. I guess. Go on. Let's let's hear the story before I make commentary. <laughs> so. At some point in the last month, I covered that the EU was about to fine Microsoft because of the way they bundled Teams, similarly to the way they used to bundle IE with Windows, only with MS-365 and Office 365. I swear, if this rule causes me to have to install two packages and pay two separate 
feeds. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be livid. Well, no. Go on. I don't think so. Um, number one, this not. is the U.S. and the U.S. is um, the U.S. is kind of Microsoft's bitch. Um, Kinda. <laughs> let me let me run back to the the thing I said at the beginning of this article. What does the EU have that the U.S. government does? If you haven't seen it, it's now what two two episodes back. Mm-hmm. The uh, the U.S. government finds this vulnerability that they've been hacked. All of their Outlook emails have been read, and they tell Microsoft about this. And Microsoft was like, "Huh, yeah, that really sucks." Y'all figure out how they did it and how to patch it. Let us know, and we might patch it. But uh, mm-hmm. good luck. Okay. Have fun Anybody with that. else apparently in the news now for for now two episodes? Microsoft's like, "Oh, we're so sorry, Overlord. Please, please don't lose us." <laughs> I don't know what what's going on with that, but well, I mean, this is yeah. Okay, so. I think it has to do with the fact that much of the EU has gone to Linux and open source because they know that it's more secure and they know that it's more private. So Microsoft doesn't want to lose any more market share, mm-hmm. and money yeah so basically what this is going to do in the EU at least for now starting on October 1st MS365 and Office 365 will be sold without teams at a lower price that's uh, 2 euros per month less um and will be offered separately for five euros per month, per month if somebody just wants to get teams. So you can add it back in, but it's not going to be automatically included anymore. So exactly what I didn't want to have happen is happening. Got it. Mm-hmm. We'll see if it oh. spreads here. And... You don't get it. I work in the EU also. We have people there. I mean, mm. I'm going to have to deal with this. Oh, okay. Gone. So, yeah. it. The problem is, like with Connor's situation, it's going to hurt small businesses. It's going to hurt anybody who's not a, a Fortune 500 and uh, can just dump money to Microsoft. Okay, it's very simple. The other thing, you can tell that they're, they're pissy about this, too. Because, well... We're gonna give you a two dollar break on the uh, on the package without it, right? But if mm-hmm. you want it, that's gonna be five dollars. Thought you said it was only worth two dollars. That's why you only took two dollars off. What's who did this math? So what this well, translates n- to is is for me who does use it, now I'm gonna pay three dollars more. They just gave themselves a three dollar a month per user rate. That's so n- to all you Slack users in the EU who bitched about this. I hope you stub your toe at night and it hurts for like the rest of the week. And and every time that you like get up to go get get water or something in the middle of the night, you stub it again. That's that's what I have to say. If you complained about this and you caused this, I hope you stub your toe. 
That's where I'm at. Go step on a Lego. That's actually worse. Yep. That's why I just thought of it. Mm -hmm. I want the most most painful, non-lethal thing for these people who complained about this. <laughs> and moving on, we've got a pair of NVIDIA stories. Some more restrictions on, the, on their AI chip sales because our government here is paranoid, apparently. Um... Now in the Middle East, they can't sell, you know, their H100s. Um, which kind of makes me laugh. Just like they can't in China. Because they're concerned about Chinese agents in the Middle East buying in the Middle East and then taking it back to China. Okay, okay so they're just going to go to Europe and buy in Europe and take it back to China. Type us. Stupid policy idea was that. What do you expect? We don't want Chinese to have this. So we're going to go to the Middle East and prevent them from buying in the Middle East. Well, if that's the case, you should also say the same thing about Africa, because China owns half of Africa now. So, mm -hmm. I mean, <laughs> stupid policy. I mean, I don't think, I don't think the, uh, I don't think Depends and company are terribly concerned about Africa at the moment. They've got them pretty uh, under their thumb, at least until BRICS really kicks in. <laughs> Whatever. But yeah, it's I'm it's saying. dumb. Like most of the other policies that depends has, or rather depends as handlers, have made a reality. Um. Yeah. It's just dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And that that's enough on that one. I mean, we could tee yeah. off on on uh, depends if we wanted to, but meh. Moving on to the next one. Good day for Jensen. Um, their for stock close. Jensen Wong, the head of NVIDIA. What is that? The head of NVIDIA. Oh, okay. Thanks. Mr. Leather Jacket. <laughs> anyway, um, their stock closed at a record after they announced a renewed partnership with Google AI. Shocking. Just what we needed. Team oh. Green and Google in bed together. Well, truth be told, uh, that just tells me there's a lot of stupid people with money. Let's go back to Bard. Hey, Bard, I want to make a cake. Okay, well, here's what you're going to need. You're going to need about 45 acres, and you're also going to need a steel mill. How much money do you have? The hell? I want to make a cake from scratch. Yeah, I know. I'm going back to the source. How, how, much, how much money do you have? Because you're going to need a steel mill, and you're going to need people for that. Why do I need a steel mill? So you can make a grain mill with that 45 acres of grain you're going to need. Uh, what? <laughs> so I don't know who the hell was like, oh yeah, Google's got good AI. No. <laughs> the stuff they're releasing publicly. No. <laughs> uh, 
you said from scratch. That meant from start, yes. So I went to the start. You went too far back, Bard. Too far back. Okay? So you already have a steel mill? No, Bard. My word. <laughs> so, for, for any who may not realize who NVIDIA is, NVIDIA is one of the major graphics chip makers. And... You, Linus Torvald. NVIDIA, fuck you. Continuing on. Yes. <laughs> I have wrestled with my NVIDIA discrete graphics chip in this computer in Linux for eight years now. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. Um, it can go jump off a cliff. Yeah, uh, I'm going to be honest with you, okay? If you're not running a win a Wintel system, don't 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 deal with NVIDIA stuff. Just don't. Oh, well, actually, that's not entirely true. There are some applications where NVIDIA is just just plain better. There's no getting around it. Mm-hmm. So unless you're doing something like advanced processing with their uh, what, what do they call it? Is it Tensor? Tensor. No, it's not Tensor. That's that's not it. I can't remember what it's called. It's this extra special technology that NVIDIA has that makes it really, really good at like hardcore data computation. Whatever it is, it'll come to me. If you're not doing that on server grade stuff, you're just like a regular home user. Don't. Just don't. If you're not running wind blows and an Intel chip in there, don't get NVIDIA. Just don't. You'll make your life so much easier. Go Team Red the whole way. Get your Amen. AMD chip. Get your AMD GPU. And then while you're at it, since you have the better the better stuff, go ahead and throw Linux on. Or mm-hmm. or even better, even better, if you don't want to throw Linux on it, don't buy a, uh, a regular computer. Just, just go get a MacBook. Uh, anything is better than supporting Intel, Microsoft, and NVIDIA. And NVIDIA. Literally anything. So That's my two cents on that one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, their stock is just insane right now because they've been making these A100 and H100 based AI creating sorts of products. Yeah. Like, ever yeah, since ChatGPT went live. Card that, uh, has Bard built in, and you're going to. You're going to be trying to play a video game, and uh, you try to play an old video game, and you'll have a little bard pop up and go, we're not rendering this part of the game because it contains things that we don't like. So, <laughs> have fun with that. Can't wait for something like that. That doesn't that doesn't sound dystopian at all. Oh, not at all. That sounds wonderful. Try to play an old Civil War game, and they see a, a, a rebel flag. No, we're not going to render that at all. So instead, replacing it with um, a peace symbol. <laughs> right. Thank you, Bard. Appreciate it. Go, to, go, go try to play some, some Wolfenstein. Oh, there are hate speech symbols in this game. We're not <sighs> doing those. Spasticus? So, no. No, no. We cannot render those. So 
we've replaced those with, with hearts. Just the words, I'm bad. <laughs> Thank you, Bart. Appreciate it. So glad you have direct, you know, level access to the GPU. Wonderful. How long? <laughs> so, yes. Go Team Red. It's your best bet. Oh, by the way, it was about a month ago I covered a story about AMD starting to move away from Ajisa, which is their firmware, into, I forget if it was open core or something like that, one of the open BIOS situations. Um, It'll take them a while to get there, but they're on the way, which is way better than Team Blue, for sure. Uh, Yeah. And, you know, the benefit to them going open source is that means that all these genius open source developers can take a look at the code and be like, oh, that's going to be a problem, guys. Um, Let's fix it. (laughs) Instead of having to wait on error reports and going through all that rigmarole. Uh, Also... Bonus action, and this is the downside of going from closed source to open source, is if you've been using the open, the closed source for so long, and you give your open source code out, and somebody finds a glaring issue with that, well, then all of you who are earning the closed source are kind of just screwed until they do an update to fix it. So that's a that's a, a knock against it. Yeah, but. On a longer timeline, this is a brilliant move, and I strongly support it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Speaking of open core, um, should you decide to not run Windows on your PC, and you instead would like to run Mac, you should go look at open core. There's a project called Open Core, enables you to run Mac OS on unsupported hardware. It's really quite cool. It's another gift from the FOSS community. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a that's a nice little 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 gift. <laughs> and moving on, we like get Fox. to. He get... doesn't like it. Make him uncomfortable. He doesn't like me talking about about the uh, the fruit. No talking the rotten about fruit. The fruit. No rotten fruit. Gone. <laughs> what do you mean, no rotten? That was, uh, that was, a, that was a villain laugh right there. What the hell was that? <laughs> See, that's, that's the rich white guy old dad laugh. Good <laughs> 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 oh, boy. Okay, we're derping. Anyway. Let's, let's, let's get off this. Yes. Moving on. Now we get to beat up on OpenAI. Woohoo! Okay. Um, there is a a Polish researcher who found that OpenAI doesn't have very good data protection. So they complained Um, to to the GDPR. So you mean to tell me that the program whose sole purpose right now is to data mine freely given information isn't doing so privately? (gasps) Shocking. What? I know. What? You mean to tell me my pearls. that that the, the, the program 
who in all of the disclaimers tells you that everything you feed it will be put into a data model and people are giving it all kinds of highly classified and private stuff it's not storing that privately in its open data model hmm. really shocking wow my word anyway so this privacy researcher recently filed a 17 page complaint well, if he's from Poland, that explains it. Have you ever seen Polish written? No, not really. Oh, my word. We're, we need a Jamie. Somebody go pull this up. Somebody go pull this up. Take a gander at Polish, okay? It is the coolest sounding language, but the word, there's a reason I never attempted it. Go look at the spelling of words. Everything is super long and it looks like the alphabet vomited. <laughs> That's a direct quote. I have a friend who speaks Polish. Actually, he's Polish himself. Uh, that's why he speaks Polish. <laughs> but Because why else would you? That's a direct quote from him. When he learned English, he was like, you know, English is flawed, but at least most of the words are small and I was like what do you mean and that's that's how I learned he says no Polish comparatively speaking looks like the alphabet vomited I was like you're kidding me and then I saw it and I was like yes that is exactly what that looks like so go, well, in your spare time pull it up look at go look at Polish words go find a random word it, it really a random word something like zipper look at it in English look at it at, in just about any other language then look at it in Polish. Mm-hmm. Well, so yeah, I, I mean, why you need 17 pages. In then in German, you can do an entire English sentence with a word. Just because German is my favorite and probably the best language. They have a word for everything. <laughs> you got a sentence or a very specific thing. You want to talk about a riverboat cat? The button of a riverboat captain's rain jacket who's driving through you know, the Rhine, there's a word for that. <laughs> I'm sure there is. <laughs> there is. And the thing is, is because of their, their language structure, you can make your own word for stuff like that. It's it's wonderful. It's really quite wonderful. So, yeah. Anyway. So, basically, he in this report, he alleged, well... Number one, he tried to use ChatGPT to create and a biography of himself, and there was some missing and erroneous data in there. Surprise. So that was what sent up red flag number one. So he went digging. <laughs> and <clears throat> tried to talk to OpenAI way back in March in order to fix the mistakes and asked the team to provide more clarification on how the data is being processed. You know, because he can do that under the GDPR. Our privacy regulations are crap here in the States. Um, Non-existent. Privacy? What's that? Um, so that's why we say, hey, move away from these major platforms, from these major companies, Try Linux, because 
there's no one looking over your shoulder by default. Well, control what you can. Sure you could be using Ubuntu. Well, fair enough. You could but also then be using we never the, suggest that anybody Hat, use right? Ubuntu. So this is true. So, but you said Linux. Try Linux. Also, I need to specify when he says Linux, he's not saying Linux literally. He's saying uh, GNU Linux, GNU slash Linux. Because if you just get Linux, you're going to have a kernel that is not of use to you. So, go to unless you're a developer GNU slash Linux distro. Well, I guess if you're a developer, but even then, you're still going to need an init system and all this other stuff to make it of use to you. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yes. When I say Linux, I mean a Linux distribution. Just to be clear. Not the kernel itself. Anyway, so OpenAI responded and provided, quote, some information, but allegedly not all of it. So the guy claimed that the company didn't explain how it processed personal data for AI model training. It also didn't include personal data processed during the training process. Notably, OpenAI didn't include the processing of personal data in connection with the model training in the information on categories of personal data or categories of data recipients. So basically, they didn't pull back the curtain for him. (laughs) Shocking. Shocking. So you mean to tell me a project that Microsoft has effectively bought, they're not going to show you all the secret sauce behind it? What? What? You've got to be kidding me. I know, right? Since when is Microsoft malicious? They're so transparent about their shit operating system, right? (laughs) This is so unlike them. So... It even if, has open in the name. If this breach is confirmed, the company is looking at a fine of up to 4% of annual turnover or at least $20 million. Or euros, rather. Huh. Which, I mean, come on. If it's only $20 million, Microsoft. <laughs> but 4% of annual turnover, I mean, okay? ChatGPT is... <laughs> <laughs> I say that out of concern. Are you, you okay? What? what yes, what's I'm that? fine. You sure? Yes. Maybe seek medical treatment after this. <laughs> let's let's continue before that happens again. <laughs> At any rate. So yeah. of their annual turnover, that could be significant. Not hugely significant, but more so than 20 million. I mean, considering the fact that Microsoft has poured like 10 billion into the company. Yeah. In the last year or so. (laughs) You know. Yeah. Talked about that from Black Hat. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah. There's that. Yeah. Um, and moving on, 
Did you know that apparently there's a way to stop Meta from stealing your private data? Ha, yeah, it's called dumping right. on their platform. Exactly. Well, they they send their their crawler out to gather data from blogs and things. So if you're a user, they're allegedly they allegedly have this setting now where you can tell them to delete your data and stop gathering. Allegedly. Right. Well, I think all that probably is is delete the you know sim link to your profile, but we're still gonna gather. I mean, just like we were we were joking about that with um, the GPT web crawler. I think it was last last week because they released the way to edit your website so that allegedly it'll protect you. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Anyway, so bottom line, stop using Facebook if you haven't. Stop using Instagram and threads if you haven't. Well, who uses threads anyway? No. Oh, wait, no no one one. uses threads. (laughs) Instagram is really the only one that's of of effect here. Facebook is for boomers, old people, and uh, finding out who died. Um, I, I, <laughs> I don't... Uh, yeah. And, by the way... You're on Facebook. Oh, it's also for business. A lot of a lot of businesses do get a lot of money from having oh, yeah. a Facebook profile. So that, that's but another issue. For most average users, eh. So, by the way, this form doesn't cover data on Facebook properties, such as Facebook and Instagram and threads. So, yeah, this is only data outside of their little walled garden. Uh, though, You can get the same effect without having to trust them by installing Adblock Block Plus or UBlock Origin and uh, having it configured to block the uh, Facebook beacon. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Then you don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. All this like on Facebook nonsense. Eh. Yeah, I have... Hell, Brave has an option to just block that entirely. Yep. Use it if you don't. For yeah. real. Um, so, yeah. The form is called Generative AI Data Subject Rights which allows users to submit requests related to your third-party third information being used for generative AI model training. Okay. So basically, you got to dig around in your settings. And... For a scary-looking setting. They yes. always give it the scariest name if they don't want you to turn it off. <laughs> well, that's always. a big tech thing, period. Yeah. Like, oh, this is going to break my account. Or your email outside of our platform. Oh, you're going to need a, a two-factor for that. Thank you, Google. Appreciate you making this more difficult than it needed to be. Okay, next one. Um, okay, well, I'd like to not be followed by Facebook. Oh, well, you're going to have to find this scary-looking setting buried deep in there that I'm sure the wiki page is going to be hard to find, if available at all. And uh, once you find it, it's only going to affect you off of our sites. Mm-hmm. 
because you know the entire point the entire point of facebook was to mine data legally yeah yeah because you know it was originally lifelog which was a cia project Uh uh-oh if I remember correctly, it was even at one point in time it was just supposed to be for hookup culture on college campuses. I think that was the original idea, yeah. And then it became so, more. Yeah. Eh. I can tell you one thing though. <laughs> Robo Zuckbuck over there did not make it, that's for sure. <laughs> that no. 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 Uh uh-uh. uh. Also, he needs to really swap out that skin he's wearing because um, it's not fooling anyone. This? Yeah, no. <laughs> Surprised we haven't seen his eyelids blink sideways. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's kind of what I'm hinting at. And you remember when he was uh, testifying before Congress? The way he drank water. <laughs> like, yeah, what? He's not used to drinking water. They, they drink acid or, or blood where he's from. So, <laughs> what is this clear liquid substance? Oh, the human strength. Okay, I got this. I can do this. Uh-huh. Yeah, no. Don't get me started on that creature. Droid Zuck. Anyway. Yeah. He needed a whole firmware upgrade just so he can handle that water. And and back to ChatGPT, apparently they now have Enterprise Edition, which is supposed to be... Enterprise level spying, great. Yeah. You have to pay for it? That uh-huh. would be the best ever. You have to pay, of course you have to pay for it. Of course it. you have Why to pay for it. Why would you have to pay for it? Well, we it gives you... like data mine company. Unfettered access to GPT-4. Or rather, gives your company that access. And, you know, they're using AES-256 for data at rest and TLS 1.2 plus for data in transit. And a single sign-on. Okay. That's kind of standard if you're going to call yourself secure. If you're going to call yourself private. Okay. But do they hold the keys on their end? Yes. That's, That's one of my arguments. Against uh, Microsoft having your encryption keys, everybody. Uh, if you so, if you have an ISO cert, then uh, one of the things from the old standard. I'm going to quote the old standard because I don't know the new standard as well as I know the old standard. But for example, 27001 ISO 27001 2013 standards. There was a uh, there's an encryption setting, and then there's also a key management set uh, control. And one of the things that I always talked about when I would be auditing or helping clients because that's what I do when I'm not making schneid comments on this podcast last show is uh, mention to people that if you're using Microsoft as your key management, while that might meet the standard, it's not advised because if you don't have the keys to your house, is it your house? Good question. Well, is it? Not really. Yeah. So if you're just being let in by a passcode that 
you might have the passcode, but you don't have the keys to the house. That sounds like a vacation rental to me. That doesn't sound like a house. Just some food for thought. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I don't think. With this new data mining strategy <laughs> that you get to pay through the news nose for as a business, by the way. Um, like I, I looked it up on their site while I was writing and <laughs> of course you have to contact them for enterprise pricing. They don't tell you what it's going to cost you per user. Companies almost never do. No, they don't. So that's mm-hmm. they want a they want a contact number. Mm-hmm. That way they can send the cold calls there. Mm-hmm. Well, at that point, it's mm-hmm. not really cold because you gave them your number. Right. Kind of like going through an open house. When they call though, that's for sure. Anyway, I digress. So Continue yeah. On. They it just sounds like a really bad idea. So they claim that you basically get to train your own version of GPT-4 because your data isn't being used to tra- to train the larger model allegedly. Allegedly. Right. <clears throat> we believe you. This comes back to the, what we said about the Microsoft one. Your data isn't being used until you stop paying. Mm-hmm. It's extortion. All bets are off. It's extortion. I really, I can't even. I mean, I just, I can't. <laughs> I mean, on the other hand, GPT-4 is pretty freaking amazing in terms of what generative AI actually is. Like, the, and part of that is the fact that the, the large language model behind it is like hundreds of trillions of data points. It's an insane because data all set. all of you lemmings out there keep feeding this damn thing. Mm-hmm. That's why it's got hundreds of trillions of data points. So go ahead, pat yourself on the back. <laughs> Can't even. And even at that, you still have to make sure that you check whatever it comes up with. Because it can't be trusted. And if you're trusting it, you need your head examined. For real. If you also, or, or if you make that strange, whatever sound that was that my friend here made earlier, you also need your head examined. Uh, Well, thanks. Not a problem. I'm here all show. um, (laughs) You remember Ernest? No. That's right. You're too young. (laughs) Oh. Oh. Which is an inadvertent way of telling you that He's too old. Go on. <laughs> anyway, so Jim Varney was a was a popular comic back in the nineties, around the time Connor was born. Anyway, that's enough. Um, who started doing 
movies based on one of the characters that he came up with during his stand-up show. Ernest P. Worrell. Hilarious. Stupid, but hilarious. And he had this snide laugh if he was trying to pretend to be smart. That's basically what that laugh was. So, no, there's nothing wrong with me. Unusual. That was the longest explanation for I'm an old fogey who's got health problems, and that's why I made that creepy sound. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Don't come to the plate if you're not ready to go to bat, bud. It's all good. Go on, Nick. (laughs) So, yeah. uh, As usual with these chatbot pieces of nonsense. It's a bad idea to use them anyway. Yeah, as I say, they're not necessarily pieces of nonsense. If To quote you earlier in the show, it's pretty amazing what it can do. That doesn't sound like nonsense to me. So I'm going to preface that with these makeshift soon-to-be Terminators of you lemmings continuing you to feed it. Um... Don't feed them. That's that's where I was going with. Just stop feeding it, okay? Do not feed me, Seymour. Do not. <laughs> that's just, older just than don't. Ernest. <laughs> <laughs> Little shop? Come I've on. I've seen lots of things. Maybe. Maybe. It's not that I'm too young to know who Ernest is. Maybe he's just a comic and that's why I didn't know of him continuing on anyway sorry he's got bad taste in comedy well I put up with yours oh oh you just went to this show it's over <laughs> go on uh, anyway so moving on we've got uh, Tesla in trouble Yes, we get to beat up on Elon today. Fun. So the National <laughs> Highway Tra- Transport Administration recently ordered Tesla to provide it extensive data about its autopilot and driver monitoring systems because they heard rumors in the wind about Elon mode, which gets rid of the nag that normally prompts owners to keep their hands on the wheel during self-driving. Yeah. Number one, why are you allowing something other than yourself to control your car? Well, I I understand that. I live in Atlanta. We have this thing called traffic, which it's cute when other states think they have traffic, but Atlanta has the worst traffic. (laughs) Um, And... My particular car has this cool thing called uh, cruise control, or what is it? Auto cruise control? I don't know what it's called. I know the acronym is ACZ. Anyways, so this thing will follow, effectively, the car in front of it. And that's super useful, because otherwise your leg is going to cramp before you get to your destination. 
because it's just stop and go the whole time. So mm. I, I tell you why people let their things other than themselves control the car it's for convenience. That that that's my favorite whipping point, convenience. Yes, and I'm guilty of it. So I'll be the first to say I'm guilty of it too. But that's that's why they let things other than themselves control the car. The thing that gets me going, though, I think this is where you're segueing, mm-hmm. is when people let the car drive itself, right? Mm-hmm. And I see it all the time. We have a whole bunch of Teslas over here. Whole bunch of them. Especially around Buckhead. You'll see them with the, 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 the Model S's and the Model 3's, the fully decked out performance ones with all the bells and whistles. And this one time, I was sitting there, and this dude is on the highway. We're actually moving. It wasn't bogged up for once. And... I look over, and this dude is sitting there laid back, feet on the dash, watching something on his phone while his car drives. And, you know, some people might think that's cool, but I thought that was absolutely terrifying. That is terrifying. I I agree. No. 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 No, 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 no. No. Um, There's a reason that I I don't know if it's all Teslas, but I, I think it's the autopilot in general. I don't think you're allowed to have any of the autopilot fe- features on a Tesla in Germany because the Germans get it. They understand. We do not want mm-hmm. these cars driving themselves on our roads, especially not in Europe. Uh, the roads are not meant, well, not all the roads because they do have the best highways, but the majority of the inner city roads are very small for horse and buggy. And we cannot have these cars guesstimating and running algorithms to decide if they're going to run that person over or not. That's a, that's a no-go. Mm-hmm. No. So, you re- uh-uh, terrifying. It was absolutely terrifying. I mean, you guys remember the all the robo-taxis, right? Particularly in um, Shithole SF. Which, by the way, they're starting to phase back out because they've had all sorts of problems all sorts of accidents that even regular cabbies don't have. Huh. Shocking. I, yeah. Did you just call taxi cab drivers cabbies? Yes, I did. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, so, yeah. If even brain-dead San Francisco, who was one of the pilot communities for these robo-taxis, is realizing that this is a bad idea. Remember, this, is, this used to be one of the most beautiful cities in the country and is now a literal third-world shithole. Not all that different from downtown L.A., mind you. I do not live in downtown. I do not live in LA proper. Thank you. Hmm. <clears throat> I didn't even have to say it. You see how scared he is, y'all? He knew it was coming. He knew it was coming. He he has <laughs> Go a, on. he has major issues with anything that's not on the East Coast, particularly Atlanta. Cuz, you know. It doesn't have to be Atlanta. Atlanta's bad. Don't come to Atlanta. <laughs> We have enough of a traffic problem, but you should be in God's time zone. Which, if you're not, if you're not aware, that's, that's Eastern Standard Time. Okay, 
I'm gonna take a segue here. This is this this whole episode is so ADD driven. It's this is a bad episode. I'm, I apologize, but <laughs> anywho, okay. Eastern time zones, the best time zones. Let me explain. If you need to work with Europe, the vast majority of Europe is roughly six hours ahead. If you go to if you go to work a little bit further east, like Moscow, for example, that's 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 only eight hours. Okay, you can still semi work with that. You may have to start a little bit earlier and not have as long of work day, but you can still do that. If you need to work with the lazy asses on the west coast, that's only three hours. If you need to work with people in Alaska, I think that's five. Might be five. It's either four or five. Same thing with Hawaii. It's either four or five. I get those confused. Okay. You need to work with people in Australia. You can still do that. I think they're 13 hours ahead. So uh, well, it depends on where in basically, Australia. Basically, right. So basically, you can kind of work with anybody on the planet with okay times because the times are either close enough or far enough away. You go to the other other side of this country, the bad side, the west <laughs> coast side, okay? And now all go. of the times are just either far enough away to be not possible or too far away and again they're not possible so this is the best time zone right here this just little slip right here europe also has a pretty decent time zone for the same reason really it just comes down to the worst time zone is pacific standard time mm -hmm. that's that's what it comes down to i think it's all a matter of perspective but you know time zone. he has his it, his enormous argument of, over it, and we've been having this argument for a year. <laughs> over a year at this point. <laughs> okay, we're done. We're gonna come back to our content. This anyway, bad so <laughs> so yes, Tesla had a deadline of August twenty fifth to give the NHS NH. NHTSA, yeah. Can I talk? I don't know. Um, no, you can't, but that's... Fine. Well, thanks. Anyway. But, and replied on time, but they requested that their response be granted confidential treatment. In other words, don't tell the public about all this. Hmm, because that means they're not doing anything wrong, right? Mm. Hmm. Right. I mean. Hmm. I don't know. Normally things done in secret are not not for the best of people. Generally not, yeah. Um, so there's a, uh, an automotive, automotive safety researcher at Carnegie Mellon. Mellon. Sure. Who's an associate professor of computer engineering who told CNBC, who this article is on CNBC.com, so um, after the order was made public, that it seems that the NHTSA takes a dim, a dim view of cheat codes that permit disabling safety features such as driver monitoring. I agree. Hidden features that degrade safety have no place in production software. Hmm. Well... Yes and no. 
the reality is these things exist and cheat codes were about debugging at least in games at least originally that's what they were for because sometimes a developer made a game so difficult they couldn't beat it in or, or figure it out in or, enough to test features that they were rolling into it without getting creamed um, so they had to build these back doors into the game and then some astute people gamers did digging and found these codes and then released them to the public that's basically what happened with this Elon mode thing okay and the reality is that these Tesla autopilot systems have had a lot of issues such as running into the back end of semi trucks because apparently it couldn't see the semi truck trailer in front of it Right. Hmm. There's more cameras on a Tesla than than the entire city of London. Okay, <laughs> so it's just absolutely hilarious that it couldn't see something. I mean, oh, <laughs> and and then there's times when they've crashed into parked first responder vehicles. even better I mean my my older brother who did not grow up with me and believes himself female now but that's beside the point um yeah only met the guy a handful of times anyway he had issues where he was a bit of the daredevil when he was growing up and would in skating in San Diego, which is where he grew up, um, he would run into parked cars and wind up in the <laughs> wind up in the ER. Uh, I'm like, you you couldn't manage to steer the board so you wouldn't run into a parked car. I mean, I realize there's some major hills in San Diego, but come on. Maybe that explains some things. Maybe. Maybe he couldn't actually skate. He could just ride straight down. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know him at the time. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. There was a, a live stream test, test drive in a Tesla equipped with the with the still basically beta version of their full self-driving software version 0.12 by the way if you're still in point releases like pre-1 maybe you shouldn't be using the software publicly maybe Probably not. Probably not the best. Um, so during the demo, Musk streamed using his phone, which he held while driving and chatting with his passenger. In the blurry video stream, he didn't show all the 
details of his touchscreen, nor demonstrate that he had his hands on the steering wheel yoke ready to take over. At times, he clearly had no hands on the yoke because, you know, he was holding the phone in one hand and was probably gesticulating with the other. Yeah. That's basically going, oh, NHTSA. <laughs> yeah. Not a smart move. But then Elon's not really that smart. Uh-oh. I know. Flame me in the comments below. <laughs> Flame me in the comments below. Um, but he's not. Like, the dude was a part of the beginning of what became PayPal. And then has basically ridden on that since then. He didn't start Tesla. He bought Tesla. And the rest of his companies, without government subsidies, wouldn't exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Including Tesla, probably. Yeah, he bought Tesla from, I can't remember the original creator, dudes. It was a pair of dudes. Mm-hmm. I can't remember, can't remember their names. Actually, in PayPal, he did. He wasn't. He wasn't like part of the start. If I understood correctly, uh, he bought his way in, and then eventually bought the other people out, and just kind of took it over. Mm-hmm. I don't know that he actually did a line of code. He may not have done a single line of code in PayPal. Wouldn't surprise me. Um, um and he can claim all he wants that he had like a rough start. Dad's like super rich and owns, I think it's a mine. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what they're mining out of it, but it's something valuable. Um, so in South Africa, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he may well have been abused growing up, but it wasn't because he was poor. No, it was because his mom's a witch. But that's beside the point, you know. Pending lawsuit. I can feel it. <laughs> Continuing on. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, guys. AI in general, not the best idea right now. Um, there right now. are, you know, there are FOSS alternatives, but they're few and far between, unfortunately. Um, and you would have to self-host them. So if you're not ready to take on responsibility for an AI cluster, probably not a good idea. And that's the only way that I would, that I would be comfortable suggesting that you use it because then you control the whole thing. Even with the enterprise grade chat GPT. No, because I don't nah, trust the company. Don't, don't buy into black boxes. Just don't buy into black boxes. Just don't. For those of you who don't know the black boxes, black box is any piece of software or hardware that you put stuff into. You don't know what it does to it, and then stuff comes out. And uh, Chat GPT, that's a black box. 
Definitely. You put your information into it. Don't know what it does, but we know what we get out. Mm-hmm. So avoid those at all costs. Absolutely. So yes, here... On that note, we'll end this very ADD episode. Um, (laughs) Thanks for watching, everybody. Thanks for listening. For those who tuned into the podcast, um, be sure to like the video, subscribe to the the channel. It's called FOSS News. Share the video if this sort of content appeals to you and you know somebody that it might appeal to. If the content appeals to you. Not the uh, not the ADDness of this because this is this is non-standard. I'm just extra ADD today. <laughs> well, you know, two cups of coffee in less than two hours probably probably help that. Tired. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> and you know, comment down below if you're watching on Rumble. Um, you can also join me on Telegram. Yeah, t.me/tech underscore freedom. Um, don't forget, let's go, Brandon. You can also email me, mediatechfreedom.pro. Don't email him. Don't do that. Death to email. Continuing on. And the music is Warzone by Anodomity Beats. Thanks again for watching. And that is where we're going to end it. Have a good week, everybody. See you next time. Like a filibuster. <laughs> <laughs>